You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. This episode is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks, the leader in cybersecurity. As AI-driven attacks increase, organizations can't afford to have network security that's stuck in the past. Discover how Palo Alto Networks can help you predict what's coming and proactively secure against it with a zero-trust, AI-powered network security platform built to secure whatever, whenever, wherever. To learn more, visit paloaltonetworks.com slash network security platform. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CyberWire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down the threats and vulnerabilities, solving some of the hard problems of protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, so I've been looking at uh, something called Pupunders, which is, you know, you're browsing the web and you click on the page and there is a window or a tab that opens in the background. So that's called Pupunder. That's Jerome Segura, senior threat researcher at Malwarebytes. Today we're discussing his research, WordPress sites backdoored with ad fraud plugin. And it's, uh, it's a form of advertising, definitely not the, the better kind. I, I was looking f- specifically for pop-unders because, you know, it's, you can find all sorts of interesting things in terms of uh, malware campaigns. Uh, most of the time, what I find is uh, called malvertising, uh, so malicious ads that push something like uh, a fake, uh, you know, browser update or a fake Microsoft page. Uh, there's all sorts of different um, kind of uh, payloads that it can put. But I've also come across a few uh, ad fraud schemes recently. And uh, I was kind of hunting, you know, within the pop under traffic to see, okay, what am I going to find uh, playing with the different uh, geolocation? So if, you know, if you come from the U.S., you're going to get, you know, different kind of traffic than if you come from Europe, for example, different user agents, so using Chrome, Firefox, and, you know, just seeing what what kind of, uh, you know, traffic I'm getting. And uh, mm. this one was interesting because the popender, you know, loaded a, a website that appeared to be a WordPress site. You know, I could have easily closed it or think, okay, this is nothing interesting here. But what I noticed is um, a few seconds after the site had been loaded, the page started to scroll down. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. I'm not actually doing anything. The page is scrolling down. It's a little unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of where I thought, okay, there's something here that's going on. Um, you know, this is not just uh, a legitimate website. There's malicious code behind somehow. And, and then I started digging more into it. Well, before we dig into this particular instance, I, I have to ask... How do you go about hunting for pop hunters? Yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, within the the ad ecosystem, there are different players. And those players, 
you know, you can, there's kind of top players that are, I would say, you know, the ones that are pretty much, you know, very legitimate. And then there's the middle players and then there's the bottom players, which you know you're going to find a lot of shady (laughs) traffic if you go through those. So then it's just a matter of finding particular websites that you know are going to trigger this kind of traffic. So pop-unders or pop-ups. And, you know, if you want to take a shortcut, uh, there's basically, you know, a few types of websites that do that. Anything that's pushing, uh, you know, streaming content or free free downloads are notorious for pushing a lot of ads, and as well as adult websites. So if you visit um, some of those websites, uh, you know, with with minimum security in terms of you know having no uh, pop up blocker or ad blocker or any any security product on your machine, chances are, you know, something's bad is going to happen. You're gonna your machine is going to get infected, or you're going to get um, you know, all sorts of scams popping up. And uh, that's just, uh, that's just you know, kind of part of my job. I don't do that all the time because it's pretty consuming. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. every now and again, I know where to look and I'll spend, you know, maybe an hour hunting and see if anything comes up. And usually, you know, I can find something interesting. Yeah. I, I'm curious. I mean, do, do most modern web browsers protect their users against this sort of thing? I, I don't recall seeing very much of it lately. Yeah, I mean, um, so pop-ups in particular, uh, typically they are blocked by most modern browsers. Uh, so if you're using Chrome, I think it's even enabled by default uh, that uh, you know a pop-up will be blocked, and you see even a notification at the top of your browser. You know, obviously there's <laughs> there's a lot of money to be made, so there's incentives to to write code that will defeat that kind of uh, technology. So the pop-under that I saw is. Um, it's actually made the code for it is pretty long just to trigger based on on the the click and then open the window and you know it wasn't blocked by by Google Chrome uh, hmm. and I tried in other browsers as well. I didn't spend too much time trying to identify what it's doing, but it was a bunch of JavaScript code that uh, you know would trigger based on on the click and uh, and yeah, so you know it, it's still a problem. Um, you know, especially, you know, I hear people all the time saying, you know, I don't see any of that. And a lot of them are using some kind of ad blockers. Uh, so that would take care of a lot of a problem. But there, there are some sites that know you're using an ad blocker and very specific code that can bypass it as well. I see. Well, this particular research that you are describing here uh, sort of intersected with WordPress sites. What what specifically about WordPress made it uh, you know a viable target for these uh, for these folks who are trying to make these ad pop ups work? Yeah. So WordPress. Um, so WordPress, you know, is known for for blogs. Uh, although as a platform, it's not just for blogs. It can do full sites as well. But it's typically to publish content, and in the context of uh, advertising. Content is really important, you know, for things like SEO ranking. Uh, so it's not unusual to see, you know, uh, platforms like WordPress uh, with blogs that are being used uh, to default advertisers. Typically, the content is stolen. So, you know, uh, a threat actor will copy and paste articles and then create a blog and just have all these articles. In in this particular case, what drew, drew my attention was, you know, I found one website um, and I noticed that 
uh, if I visited the same website with its you know, actual domain name, it wasn't doing any kind of weird behavior. It was only if I entered the website through that specific link. Uh, and when I look closer, um, that link, the full URL, was part of a plugin. And I did a bit of research on, on the plugin. It was uh, called Fuser uh, Master. And couldn't find much information about it other than um, one website that was showing that's kind of scraping the web and showing, okay, this plugin is used on a few dozen uh, websites that are WordPress out there. Um, they all have this plugin. Okay. But, you know, you couldn't download the plugin. It was, uh, hmm. there was no author. It was just a plugin. Uh, so I kind of thought, okay, somebody wrote that plugin specifically for ad fraud. And then it was a matter of, you know, why if, is this plugin on all of these websites? What do they have in common? And what do they have in common? So what I found is I went back to the Popender and I I tried to replicate uh, clicking on it. So I, you know, I erased my browser cache and then I revisited the same site, clicked, triggered the Popender, and then I got another blog that was doing the exact same behavior. I was like, okay, there's more than one. So then I realized, okay, all these blogs, all they what they have in common is they all use this Fuser Master plugin. And then it took a bit more research to kind of dig into, okay, who may have created those blogs? Or are these blogs, you know, have they been hacked and injected with that plugin? Uh, I wasn't sure. But, hmm. uh, you know, looking at the previous versions of some of the blogs using the Internet Archive, uh, I saw some things that, you know, pointed to a web developer in India and, you know, found this site and then his, what was funny is his portfolio on his website actually included um, several of these WordPress blogs that ha- was, were performing the ad fraud. So then it was, okay, I can't really prove he's the one that created the plugin, but it's kind of a weird coincidence that, you know, all of his sites end up in his portfolio. And actually in his portfolio, if you browse on the thumbnail for each of his sites, there is the same kind of up and down scrolling that you know I was noticing in the ad fraud. So I was like, okay, that's a lot of signs that point you know, <laughs> in that direction. With over 8,000 threat hunters analyzing over 65 trillion signals daily, Microsoft works tirelessly with the federal government to keep our nation's data secure. This 30-plus-year partnership is driving mission innovation that is secure by design. Whether optimizing your existing defenses or tackling advanced threats with AI, Microsoft gives you the intelligence and the automation you need to defend at mission scale. Let's work together to stay ahead of emerging threats and secure your mission anywhere. Learn more at aka.ms slash fedcyber. That's aka.ms slash fedcyber. What do you suppose is going on here? I mean, is this is is this a, a developer who is making uh legitimate sites for folks, but then adding this on to it for his own benefit or are the sites themselves just placeholders to be able to activate this ad fraud? 
Well, I mean, definitely, you know, that, that individual is a web developer. He builds websites. There's no question about it. Um, he's one of his, uh, he's actually active in the WordPress community as well, asking questions and forums about different plugins and such. Um, so he could have made some of the sites, you know, to do ad fraud. Uh, he could have built those sites, added the content, and then essentially bought uh, traffic from pop-unders and then redirect that traffic to some of those websites uh, and earn, you know, income. Or, you know, those sites could have been uh, websites that he built for customers and then, you know, without telling the customer, included the plugin that he still controlled uh, and then, you know, were, was able to monetize from it. Uh, I tried to verify, you know, some of these theories. Um, I couldn't really, you know, nothing was really strong enough to indicate any of them were were valid. I did contact one of the uh, the website owners, uh, which was not this developer as far as I know, uh, mm. contacted by email, uh, did not receive a reply, but within the next hour, the plugin had been removed from their website. So oh, I was like, interesting. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. Tell me about the JavaScript code that is doing the the scrolling and and that sort of surreptitious activity because there's some interesting things with that, right? Yeah. So one of the things you notice is uh, once you, the the blog is loaded again through that special URL, you'll notice that they're scrolling up and down, and that's just JavaScript essentially that uh, uses some functions to to control the scrolling. Uh, it's it's pretty much random, and it just happens, you know, within, you know, within different intervals. Um, I'd say f- probably for about a minute, a minute and a half on the current page, there is that scrolling. Uh, and you got to remember that this is a pop-under. That means the the user is still on their other tab or window, is not seeing that blog at all. That that tab could remain active for you know, minutes or even longer until the, uh, you know, the user actually closes all of his browser's window. So the code does that. And then after about a minute and a half, during that time, it collects a bunch of links that are on our website, uh, making sure to ignore external links. Uh, so it only collects internal links to that, that blog and then mm-hmm. visits one of them randomly. So in essence, it's what it's doing. It's it's really mimicking user activity. It's reading the current article, browsing up and down, and then after a minute, a minute and a half, we'll click on the next article and continue the same process. And it does that basically forever until it's being interrupted. And there are some conditions where it can get interrupted, which ironically is when there is real human activity. So... <laughs> Uh, there is a bit of JavaScript that will check if uh, the user's mouse is on the on the actual page and has moved or clicked. And if it has, then all of a sudden it just stops. And mm-hmm. the blog, the page becomes static. There's no more scrolling, no more redirecting to different links. That's it. So it's like, you know, it doesn't want to show that behavior because... The user all of a sudden has put that tab in focus and, you know, time's up. No more ad fraud. Right. Well, why the scrolling? What, what does that accomplish for them? So I think the scrolling, uh, you know, ad fraud is not my, my specialty, but from what I understand is 
it's part of, um, and there's actually another bit that I, I forgot to mention. That's part of the, you know, recreating traffic that appears as legitimate as possible for the ad networks. So you think about a page that's being loaded, there is a bunch of data that's being collected. So whether you're, you know, you're dealing with Google or other ad networks, uh, they want to find out if the traffic is legitimate. So having this kind of user activity on top of other elements such as, is this a real IP address? You know, for example, is the user, you know, having a residential IP instead of using a VPN, things like that. It's all trying to determine uh, whether this is a legitimate session or not. And if it's not, you have the ad networks and the companies that uh, work in the ad fraud space, uh, which also load their JavaScript within, you know, pages that will stop rendering ads so that, you know, advertisers are not losing money for nothing. Uh, but one one thing that I did forget to mention is in order to make the these websites appear legitimate, it would be, you know, you wouldn't want to show the entry point being the pop under from, you know, some some shady website. You know, Google would would check the refer and think, hmm, this came from this this website. Yeah, this is low quality traffic. We're not gonna allow ads on that page. So what it's doing is again using the Fuser Master plugin. Once it loads the entry point, it's like you get in the site and then you get back out and you come back in using an open redirect. An open redirect is essentially a redirection in your browser uh, that can happen from a search engine. So let's say, you know, you search for for a keyword on Google, you click on the link that's going to redirect you. You can do the same thing. You can simulate all of that with a single URL which is called an open redirect, as long as you provide certain parameters. So that's exactly what they're doing here. Um, you enter the blog, then you leave the blog briefly, and then you re-enter, and the open redirect URL has certain keywords. So based on the blog, it can be some of them were for moms, you know, you know, have keywords like mom, baby, and stuff like that. Um, hmm. When the ads are going to be loaded, what you get is, okay, is traffic, first of all, from a legitimate user IP and what appears to be from a Google query. So, you know, organic search, SEO, and then clicking on the link, which is not the case at all. Yeah, that is interesting. So how contained is this? Is this something that folks who are running WordPress sites need to be concerned about? Or or do we feel as though uh, the folks who may be running this have kept it kind of to themselves? Yeah, I don't think, you know, it, it could be an interesting, uh, and I think that's where, you know, I was trying to, f- to figure out, okay, this is not very widespread. I think I found about only 50 websites. So mm-hmm. if it was a true attack against WordPress sites, you would see, you know, hundreds or thousands. Uh, it, it could be used as an attack. I mean, we see things all the time um, where, you know, threat actors will put redirects in WordPress blogs or anything like that. Uh, so it could you know, potentially be used that way. Uh, you'd have to inject that plugin, you know, with admin rights, and then you would basically use all those sites for for advertising purposes. I don't believe this is the case. I believe it's just a fairly small operation, but, uh, you know, somebody like, uh, I'm sure there's, there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, trying to figure out how can I make money uh, from ads and, you know, what kind of shortcuts can I take? 
So, you know, in this case, we're like, okay, well, you know, we can purchase uh, pop under traffic, which is quite cheap. And then we'll just monetize it uh, with some content that, you know, loads and loads of content and, and then make it appear that people are actually visiting those websites. Uh, and I think the top one that I found had about three or four million visits a month, which is, you know, it's not huge, but it's, it's fairly decent. And I think the average time on the site was like seven, 17 minutes or, you know, it, it was long enough and lots of page visited. So if you think about it, all these ads being loaded for that amount of time with three or four million uh, visitors a month, that's a, a nice living where you don't have to do anything. So I think, yeah, my blog was really to kind of expose this uh, and show, you know, that it's one of many ways to defraud advertisers. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's really not that complicated. Uh, and and pop-unders are are really a great format for doing this because, you know, like I said, they're cost efficient and, you know, people, you know, unless you close all your windows, that pop-under is going to be in the background. And, yeah. you know, you're going to be, you're going to be participating in ad fraud. Our thanks to Jerome Segura from Malwarebytes for joining us. The research is titled WordPress Sites Backdoored with Ad Fraud Plugin. We'll have a link in the show notes. The Cyberwire Research Saturday podcast is a production of N2K Networks, proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. This episode was produced by Liz Urban and senior producer Jennifer Iben. Our mixer is Elliot Peltzman. Our executive editor is Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. <laughs>